0: Hello friends. Welcome to our podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to rate review and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. If you haven't done so before, go ahead and follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram at point of view pod and on Twitter at podcast underscore POV. And if you're looking for a fun, positive Star Wars community to be a part of, be sure and join our Facebook group and you can find us at a certain point of view discussion group. Thanks and enjoy the show. So what I told you is true from a certain point of view. Hello there. Welcome to A Certain Point of View. I'm Michael, and there is no Ben today. So we have an interesting podcast for you guys today. Actually, we have a great podcast for you today, but it's different than the one that was planned. So... Uh, Ben and I recorded a great episode. We were really excited about it. We recorded a great episode with Brooks Parker and it, it, uh, we had some severe technical difficulties with the recording itself. And, um, unfortunately we were unable to use the recording and, um, we'll have to figure out a way to have that conversation again in a natural way because it was a really great conversation. But, um, So, we are having an unscripted episode tonight with me and my wife, Kindle. Hey, babe.
1: Hello there.
0: Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you. It's good to be here today.
0: This is your first time, well, kind of.
1: (laughs) This is the first time that this episode will make it to the podcast.
0: Okay, so you guys, we've had a few recordings that just did not work out for us uh, ever you'll if you ever start a podcast you will find that one of the things that is inevitably going to happen is you will have a recording that just for some reason didn't work <laughs> and uh, that has happened to us multiple times including one episode that that I did with Kindle and um, and so that is okay um, but what we're gonna do is uh, guys what Kindle was awesome tonight. She was actually just like, "Well, why don't we just do a really quick mini episode, and I'll I'll do it with you." And I was like, "You would do that?" <laughs> and so she was really cool. And so she's gonna hop on, and in lieu of of Ben and Brooks, and we're just going to what we're gonna do is we're gonna rank our top three favorite Star Wars characters.
1: Yeah, if you can't nerd out with your friends, just nerd out with your wife.
0: Moral of the story. Yeah. And nerding out with your wife is the best, actually. So, um, babe, before we get going, why don't you tell everybody kind of your background on Star Wars and why, what it is that you like about Star Wars? Like, what, what kind of are you? A, are you a prequel person, original trilogy person, sequel person?
1: Well, hopefully, all of them. Hopefully, no one judges me too harshly. Star
0: Wars fans don't judge.
1: <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Um, from what I hear anyway, I'm, I am, um, very new. I'm a rookie. Is that what you guys call it? A noob. You're a noob. I'm a noob to the Star Wars world because I had not seen any Star Wars anything until I started dating Michael, which was three years ago. Yes. Yes. So. (laughs) Um, In one year span of our dating, we watched all of the prequels, original trilogy, and sequels. And solo. And solo. Um, and so I'm very new to the Star Wars world, but I have very strong opinions about it already. Um, I loved it a lot more than I thought I was. I was very pleasantly surprised. I think it kind of opened the door for me for sci-fi, fantasy... Genre in like generally, because I wasn't really open to that genre before. Um, and I really appreciate the world building that happens in it, as you everyone in Star Wars calls it.
0: I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: but yeah, so I'm very new to the um, Star Wars fan base, but I have grown to love it. I really have enjoyed watching through The Mandalorian with you. Um, I don't, I, the only thing I haven't seen so far is Rogue One and the animated trilogy or the animated series. Yeah. Okay. You
0: haven't seen the Clone Wars or Rebels.
1: Yes. So, um, but yeah, so I have some favorite characters that I would like to share and hopefully some people agree. And if you don't, that's okay. Cause I don't have to agree with everyone. I'm very much okay with that.
0: Out of the three trilogies, which one was your favorite?
1: Um I I love the sequels. I know that all you original like hardcore Star Wars fans probably don't do not agree with that. I did not grow up with Star Wars, so the sequels are my um, what do you call it? it? They are my They're your Star Wars. They're my Star Wars. So the sequels um are the most relatable to me. It there's not a lot of nostalgic Um, value for me for Star Wars because I've just watched it in the past three years so um, so yeah I love the sequels and I really like The Mandalorian because I grew up watching westerns um, and I I kind of like of course I love Grogu who could not love Mandalorian just based on Baby Yoda so did I say the name right? You did you
0: did a great job I was really impressed
1: I do have a really bad habit of um, exchanging names out for characters So that I can follow along. So uh, what are some of your favorite character names that I've made up?
0: Uh, My favorite for sure is Emperor Pee Pants. That's that's the best. Well,
1: it was Chancellor Pee Pants.
0: Chancellor Pee Pants became Emperor Pee Pants. Yes. Um, I'm trying to remember the other one. There was another one that you always do.
1: Uh, Admiral Fishface.
0: Admiral Fishface. That's my favorite one. <laughs> That's Akbar.
1: Yeah, Admiral Fishface is my favorite. Yeah,
0: so. I love that one too. So yeah, she she comes up with great names for her characters <laughs> that are beloved.
1: <laughs> it's all in love, though. Of course, Ex- except for no, I don't lo- I don't love Palpatine really. Well, yeah,
0: but... you'd have to be a psycho. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, why don't we dive into this? And you can, I mean, I'm sure we'll keep talking about your love for the sequel trilogy. By the way, I love I love aspects of the sequel trilogy. Also, if I mean you know me, I love the Last Jedi. Um, uh, but last time I was watching through the trilogy, I was watching the Rise of Skywalker, and I was telling you all the problems I had with it, and you were just like, "You're wrong." <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not really a film critic as much as you are, probably.
0: I just, yeah, I I I don't know. I just have. I think
1: I can appreciate things more at face value with the film stuff than you do. But yep. I also didn't grow up with it, so like I was okay with the conveniences, air quotes as you guys call them.
0: So. Yeah, I'm. F- I can. En- I mean, with Star Wars, the thing is, I can enjoy. I can enjoy things for what they are too. Like I do enjoy certain parts of Rise of Skywalker, but I do expect them to be well-built films and when at at you know at least to an extent and there's just so many plot conveniences that are just too well, much to overlook.
1: It's hard to build things when you haven't written them all the way
0: out. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: then you release them one year after the other.
0: Hey, uh, we're Disney. We're going to we're going to buy Star Wars for 4 billion dollars and then not plan out a trilogy. <laughs>
1: hey, it's okay. You know, even George Lucas didn't have it all written out. He
0: did so. not have it all written out. That's for sure. That's for sure. All right, let's do this.
1: Okay.'re
0: um, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna rank our top three favorite characters. We're just gonna stick to the movies. Um, cause actually if we did the shows and everything, I, I could, I could go a little deeper, but Kendall doesn't know any of those people. So Except let's just. For
1: I do love Ahsoka
0: now that she's in the Mandalorian world. Yeah, you time, did so. like Ahsoka because of the Mandalorian. She's so that's awesome cool. and yeah. I want
1: her lightsaber,
0: so. I do too. Yeah, just, just wait. We'll watch the Clone Wars sometimes. I think this has opened the door for you to watch the Clone Wars a little bit. Um, do you have any honorable mentions before we hop into the top three?
1: Um, I mean, I have a couple that I can just rattle off and tell you like just a quick like sentence on why I like them. Um, so I love, um, R2-D2. I love that he is, um, he's so clutch. He's a very clutch droid. Like he comes in right when you need him to. And I just love his, um, relationship with all of the. The core, I guess you would call it, characters. Um, so yeah, I love him. I think he's sweet, and I love his relationship with like C three PO through the sequels. Um, I think that's really funny, um, how he like reboots three PO and he didn't think he could yeah. stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I just I love R two D two. I wanted to throw a droid in there just because I think they add so much value to the story. Um, and then I love chewie, um, oh yes, I think chewie chewie and I would be good friends, I think <laughs> um he is such a sweetheart. I, I feel so much of what he feels, I guess, like throughout the movies like he he's a very loyal friend, and I think that I can relate to that um, he's very loyal to Han, he loves. Um, Leia and Han so deeply, and we see that um, spoiler alert when those lives are lost um, in the final trilogy. Um, and so, yeah, I just I think he is great. I love that he's in like every single Star Wars movie. I don't know if he's in Rogue One. He's not. Okay, but he's in all of the Skywalker saga.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and Solo.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I just love him. Those would be my honorable mentions. I think.
0: Great. Awesome. Yeah, for me, I will say, I'm going to throw a droid in there too. Um, K2SO from Rogue One, which you haven't seen yet. But uh, K2SO is like, you know how R2 has some sass?
1: Yeah, love his sass. (laughs) Yeah,
0: um, K2SO is like another level up with sass. Mm -hmm. You're going to really like him. He's played by Alan Tudyk, which is the guy from A Knight's Tale with the red hair. (laughs) And uh, he's Absolutely hysterical. So you're going to love I love, love him. all of
1: R2's sounds. That's another reason why I love R2.
0: Great sound design. Absolutely. Um, I will go with a character that is unfortunately... I'm going to go with two characters that are both unfortunately in only one movie and both in the same movie. Um, I'm going to go Qui-Gon Jinn. Um,
1: I was sad not to see more of him. Yeah.
0: Qui-Gon Jinn is one of my favorite. He kind of is... In my opinion, like the one of the perfect uh, one of the most shining examples of what the Jedi Order could be. Um, He was more loyal to the will of the force than he was to the the uh, hypocritical at times Jedi Order who were getting a little too caught up in the war and not caught up enough in what the will of the force actually was.
1: Mm,
0: There's a sermon in there. Yeah. uh, Yeah, there is a sermon in there. But, uh, so that's, that's kind of, I I love Qui-Gon. I love his moments with Anakin. Um, and it goes, if you listen to, we start that, um, that gallery thing we were watching earlier, guys, we started watching the Mandalorian, uh, the Disney gallery, the Mandalorian earlier. And, uh, we haven't gotten to this part in it yet. Um, I was showing Kendall, but, um, Dave Filoni talks about Qui-Gon Jinn and how if, um, how if Qui-Gon had continued to train Anakin, then um, he probably wouldn't have turned because he's the yeah. father figure he needed. Instead, he got a, at first, reluctant brother instead, um, which it turned out that they they cared for each other, but it just wasn't the father figure that he needed mm. when he lost his mother. So um, I, I think that... I, I really love Qui Gon. I have like a, an emotional attachment to Qui Gon from my childhood. I think, yeah. but um, I also love Darth Maul. Um, but I think my love for Darth Maul kind of uh, kind of took hold more in the Clone Wars show and Rebels. Um, so, because in the movie he really is just cool. <laughs> He's just cool, and that's it. Yeah. But um so you'll have to see that. And I'll also give a shout-out to Han and Leia, because Han and Leia are not in my top three, but I love both of those oh. characters a lot. Wow. Yeah. Um, I'll give t- a
1: shout-out to uh, Poe. I really like enjoy Poe a lot, especially yeah. in the very last movie, which I know a lot of people don't like the last movie, but I think he's one of the greatest parts of that movie.
0: I agree with that. I agree with that. I like, I like Poe's arc in the trilogy, actually. What is your number three? So my number three...
1: I'm coming in hot with this
0: one, <laughs>
1: probably, <laughs> um, so it's Luke Skywalker,
0: yeah, baby,
1: um, so Luke is only my third favorite, um first of all, I think that I've um just watching like a lot of behind the scenes stuff with you. Um, I think that I have learned to appreciate Mark Hamill as like as a person more. Um, he seems like someone I would really like to meet and like hang out with. But, um, so I have very like different opinion. Uh, Well, it's similar to your opinion. And I know you've probably talked about this before, but I like Luke because of the sequels, not because of the original trilogy.
0: On this podcast, babe, I don't, we haven't really talked much about The Last Jedi.
1: (laughs) Okay. That's a lie. That's a lie. (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
0: We talk about it every second we can. Continue. I'm sorry. Gotcha.
1: So, um, you know, in the original trilogy, Luke, to me, he's very mature. He's very young, which he is. Like, he's a young, you know, student, basically, um, in life and the life that he's living and stuff. Um, And so I just – and it's probably because I don't know a ton about, like, what it means to be a Jedi and all that stuff. Um, But I really – love Luke because of the sequels because you see him um, in a much more like relatable light he is not like this whiny immature kid who just like likes to fly around and shoot things and like he's all about his I gotta go hang out with my friends I gotta be there with for my friends yeah. <laughs> and stuff um you know he just seems a little more... Uh, mature. He is more mature. I mean, he's a lot older. He's been through a lot more. You've, we've talked about before. Like he has seen some really hard times. Even though, like you would think, he's been through this big war at such a young age. But he goes through a lot more personal growth once the empire falls, um, because he is now responsible for raising up a whole next generation and that doesn't go so well. And, you know, he actually knows the responsibility of being there for his family and that doesn't go so well, but then we see him kind of make good on some of those mistakes. Like we see him come through for his family. We see him turn away from like almost like his fears and he, you know, he takes the enemy on once again. Um, and he also raises up a new, a new line of Jedi, I guess with Ray. So yeah, I just love him. I love, um, seeing him go through, like he kind of goes through his, his own version of the dark side, you know, (laughs) where he feels like he's lost everything. Um, and then he comes out on the, the other side of it and defends a, The light i guess so um yeah i love that about him i even love when he comes back as a what's it called a force ghost Mm -hmm. yeah i love all that just like banter that he is able to have with ray he admits that he's he was wrong um and i just think that takes a lot of wisdom and I, i really appreciate that part of luke
0: i love it so um I'm not going to talk too much on Luke because I'm going to talk more on Luke later. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. <laughs> um, but uh, Josh, I'm sorry, not Josh. Ben and I were talking, and I think Brooks too, about about this a little bit. And the thing that I love about kind of you were just kind of alluding to it, is that Luke was such a good person. Luke was the best of us, you know and so people always looked up to luke but i think that's why so many people were so, were so shocked when the last jedi version <laughs> of luke came around and but like what what i kind of feel about all that is that this this person who had made so many mistakes and who who had acted on his fear and all of this stuff um he was so good. He was such a good person and a good Jedi that he was so afraid of hurting people and so afraid that he would go down a path that is that is bad that instead of going down that path he closed himself off from the Force because he viewed that as the as the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And so like even in his worst even in like the worst of his life even in the, his worst he is still good <laughs> yeah does that make sense like i he, think
1: that's relatable to a lot of people
0: absolutely he he even in his worst he didn't choose the wrong, the bad path he just chose to act on fear which is the wrong choice but he chose to close himself off from the force rather than to turn straight to the dark side And so I, that is just one little thing that I love about Luke. He, he is, he's the best of us. That, that is one of the reasons that I always gravitated to him as a kid. He was kind of an example, you know? And so Mm -hmm. I'll talk about him later, but, um, yeah. Um, okay. My number three is actually, and I've been kind of going back and forth in my head, but I think I'm settling on this. I think I'm settling on Yoda. It's my number three. Um, it was between him and Obi-Wan. I love Obi-Wan a lot. Um, and so I guess I'll make him an honorable mention. But
1: I'm shocked that you picked Yoda over Obi-Wan.
0: Well, here's why. Um, here's why. And honestly, The Last Jedi also has a lot to do with it um, on Yoda's part. Um, so in the prequels, we get, we see Yoda. I mean, so the the first Yoda I knew was old Yoda from the original trilogy, uh, <laughs> old goofy old hermit Yoda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, um, but I but he was he was always wise old Yoda for me. And so um, the prequels came around. I we see Yoda and the Jedi Order, and the Jedi Order. Um, the The problem with the Jedi Order in the prequel trilogy is that. They get um they lose their way, their goal is to defend peace and justice in the galaxy and um they kind of veer toward more of being their their warriors they're they're warriors, and they they're fighting in this war, and that kind of becomes they become more of a political and uh a, a political entity as opposed to protectors of peace you know and so they kind of lose their way and yoda through this whole time he he always seems very bothered by it he always seems like i like he knows that it's not the right thing but he's always kind of in a rock between a rock and a hard place like this is not the right way but it's the way that we must go now and so like He was, like, in charge of the Jedi, basically. He was the Grand Master um, through this time period. And then the Jedi Order fell during Order 66. Palpatine rose to power. Um, The Empire rose to power. Yoda goes into hiding on Dagobah. And um, so what I love about Yoda is that in his hiding... um, you know, Yoda Yoda could easily hide and feel shame and not want to help anyone again, but instead he does train Luke and we learn a lot about the force from Yoda. He's in a different place than he was in the in this in the prequel trilogy. And then um and then he passes along. He passes he passes away at the end of the original trilogy. Um and then we see him as a Force ghost in The Last Jedi, and he comes back and encourages Luke in his in his worst moment, um, in his lowest moment. He comes and tells uh, – basically he tells Luke that um, the greatest teacher failure is. And it's just kind of um, – it's him basically just showing that – he has learned from his failures of of the past um and but he has learned to not just wallow in those fears he's learned to to move on from those fears and um and he's trying to get luke to do the same thing and so what i just love about him is that he had every reason to just be ashamed and feel sh- shameful about all the stuff that happened and he failed but instead he um he passed along what he passed along what he knew and he helped luke train and then he, when he even when he passed he helped luke um in his darkest moment and um that that scene between yoda and luke on Two is one of the most powerful scenes in all of star wars in my opinion that's a top that might be a top 5 scene for me in all of star wars um the greatest teacher failure is and so that's that's why I I just love Yoda and I've connected with Yoda more and more over the past little while and there's a great clone Wars arc of just Yoda learning how to commune with the force kind of transition from uh try to kind of transitioning into the force ghost kind of world or whatever and it's a really really interesting arc so I'm excited to watch clone Wars with you one day and we'll You'll see that, but. We'll see. Yeah. So, yeah, Yoda, number three. Yeah. Who's your number two?
1: So, my second favorite Star Wars character is Rey. Um, what? <laughs> so, I love Ray uh, First of all, she's just awesome. Like, girl power, first of all. <laughs> um, I think that, you know, all of her just, like, skills as fight as a fighter and her story of coming from nothing supposedly <laughs> her, her you know she I'm really, rolling
0: my eyes over here
1: <laughs> yeah she really did come from nothing though like she was left basically to just rot away um you know and scavenge her way through life and she is just so much more complex than that and so The thing I love most about Rey is that she is really by the old, you know, prequel version of what a Jedi is. And even like original trilogy of what a Jedi should be. She really kind of like defies all those things. And um, I love how like she's not afraid of the dark side. She's so innately good. I don't think I know. You've said before, I I, you know I thought she was gonna turn in. What's that? What's the one called? (laughs) The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi. You know, you were worried that she was gonna turn, but the thing about Rey is like I'm. I just think she's just so innately good, and that's what I love about her. Is like it is in her nature to do the right thing. It is in her nature to help others and to fight for the right causes. Um, she is just the good guy or the good girl, <laughs> you know, um, not in like a goody goody way because she's not, like I said, she's not afraid to, you know, when she's in that cave and she goes to like, see, she feels that draw cause she wants to know who she is and what she came from. She's not afraid to like,
0: She'll look anywhere she'll go
1: there, <laughs> and then she comes right back, like she knows who she is like in at her core, she knows that she is good, but she's not afraid to like go look for what sh- what she's missing or like what she feels is owed to her or whatever you know whatever you would call that like Luke gets onto her for like just going down into that into that dark moment, that dark side moment, I guess. And it just wasn't, like, an issue for her. It's not, like, a... And I guess I guess maybe the fear is, like, I guess the attachment. Um, they're worried about the attachment part of her being a Jedi. I'm not really sure what... I, like, I don't understand why that was a big deal. I don't agree with a lot of the things that the Jedi abstain from. Like attachment and fear and anger like all those things are necessary for a lot of your life and a lot of what you know fighting for and standing up for and balance like what you can't say I'm gonna bring balance to the force or to the galaxy or whatever and not have some of both
0: Right, you know, yeah, you can't I think, just sit in the middle. <laughs> we can talk about this for a second, actually, because this is a good. Um, this is a. It's a good question. It's and it's a little tricky. So, what the in in my understanding as as a as a person who has followed Star Wars for a really long time, um, the so the one of the problems with the Jedi Order was that they were kind of just uh they were kind of tied to these rules about attachment and you know
1: d- which were their downfall like,
0: well so but the,
1: the downfall of the jedi was that they were against like attachment and fear and anger which causes people to lash out in those in those areas
0: well i think uh, well here's here's the thing they were half wrong uh, in my opinion so what when I look at the Jedi that I love, Luke Skywalker, Um, Kanan from Rebels, Um, Obi Wan Kenobi even has some of this. Um, Ahsoka. These Jedi have a oh, Qui Gon as well. These Jedi, um, have all. They they have all had attachments of some kind in their life. Um, they have not abstained from attachment, but what they have done is they have let that – um, the they have not let the attachment – they have not let the attachment turn them down the path of the dark side. And what I mean by that is it's not the attachment itself that is bad. It is the um, – let's look at Anakin, okay? What happened with Anakin? Um at the beginning in the first in episode 1 Yoda says um anger le- or uh sorry uh, fear leads to anger anger leads to hate hate leads to suffering so if you look at fear in episode 1 um Anakin was 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 scared he was scared to leave his mom on Tatooine he was scared to go and be uh and train to be a Jedi he said he's he was afraid he was cold he was dealing with fear at a young age and his attachment to his mother um, had, to, had to do with that. His attachment to, to his mother was a big thing. And then later in the next movie, we see him as an angry person. Um, fear leads to anger. And so what happened with Anakin was that his attachment to his mother led to a way it led to a potential way to be manipulated by the dark side, Mm -hmm. which was Palpatine preyed on his anger and he preyed on his, uh, on his fear. So in the next movie, he saw these premonitions that he was going to lose Padme to childbirth and Palpatine manipulated his fears of that. And, so that's that is why it, it's like it's not just having an attachment that is bad. It is it is the it is whenever you have a fear. It's whenever you are are full of fear and you let those attach you let those attachments cause that fear, and then the fear causes you to be vulnerable to the dark side. And I got you. What I love about those Jedi that I mentioned is that they did not allow the attachments to. Um, cause them to be vulnerable to the dark side.
1: Yeah, and I think um, similarly, similarly, oh, that's a word. I don't know <laughs> if I word. said it right. Um, I think that's why I like Ray, is that she, for one, like, of course she feels all those things. And I think that's why it's important. I think that it's important to feel fear. I think it's important to feel anger. Yes. Those are natural feelings, but not, to not let them control you or to. Um, determine your actions. And I think that's why I like Rey is because even in those trying times of when Kylo asks her to turn or even in the last one when she's not, you know, she doesn't really see another way to like save people other than giving in to the emperor or whatever. um, She really like is very... She has very great instincts. She knows who she is. She knows that she's not going to turn. Yeah. She knows that she wants to do good by everybody. She wants to be balanced. She doesn't want to be controlled by, you know, anything on the dark side. Um. She's not manipulated, and I lo- I love that about her. She does have some, like, flaws where she... Needs to feel, um, she needs to feel cared for. She needs to feel like she has a place. You see that when she has a quick, like she really quickly attaches to Finn. She really quickly attaches to Han um, because she's been alone for most Mm -hmm. of her life. Um, But she knows who she is. And I love that she has a great instinct. She has a great the word I'm looking for.
0: I don't know. I'm not sure. I I'm not <laughs> a Jedi. <laughs>
1: um but yeah, like even just I will just say instinct is a good word for it. Like she doesn't give in and let herself be controlled by those things, but she's not afraid of them either. Um she is good to she's she knows she's good enough to experience all those emotions. Um but she but she continues to stay on the, the path of the light side. Mm-hmm. Um, and And she's so powerful. I love how powerful she is with the Force. She's a natural, again, with just the raw instinct that she has. Um, I love the scene where she's captured and she like tells the stormtroopers like, you will release me, release me from these bonds and drop your weapons, and you know, and they like in their funny like lines, they do it. And it's kind of like sarcastic and everything. So I just love all that about Rey. She's awesome.
0: And I'll drop my weapon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that's great, babe. Um, okay, so my number two is Anakin Skywalker. So. I'm rolling my eyes now. Yeah, she's rolling her eyes. And here's the thing. Uh, Anakin is Anakin clearly. Anakin
1: or Darth Vader.
0: Yes. Um, you always
1: tell me they're two different people. And well, I'll tell you they,
0: they're not. So they are obviously literally the same person. He he, just clearly, he goes down the dark side and he takes a new name. And so he is still. But they're
1: the same character. Right right yeah okay and
0: then he retur- bet- he returns oh, as anakin i have end. never
1: gotten you to agree to that so i'm glad we got that on
0: recording no i <laughs> i don't know you're misunderstanding i obviously i know they're the same character it's just that vader disowned the name anakin he never he that he said that name no longer has any meaning for me he said that so like that he just doesn't he's done with anakin that that's he said goodbye to anakin a long time ago in the lava <laughs> and um that pretty pretty face is no in
1: more. that
0: pretty face yeah <laughs> and so um but at the end he is anakin even in the vader suit at the end he is anakin and so i yes and no you know what i mean so but what i love about anakin is um i say love it's 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 heartbreaking i i love the story of anakin skywalker i i love that he was uh, a a heart a hope filled kid at the beginning he was a good natured kid who just wanted to help people that's all he wanted to do and um and just slowly but surely you see even like even the best of us, even the good kids can grow up if they're not, if they don't have the father figure they need. Kind of like I was talking to you about Qui Gon, if they don't have the father figure that they need, or if they don't have um, someone to guide them in the right way, they can be vulnerable to the wrong things, to the wrong influences. And so he very much uh, he very much uh, grabs onto Palpatine. As a father figure in his life and grandfather figure, <laughs> yeah, grandfather figure. <laughs> but he is, um, from the beginning, Palpatine has just put his claws in and is slowly but surely manipulating him until the point where he's just the worst. Until the point where he's just the worst.
1: <laughs> oh, I meant Palpatine was the
0: worst, <laughs> he is the worst, but, um, but it's sad it's just heartbreaking uh, but but what i love is that it, the w- and you'll see in the clone wars too the clone wars really give dimension to anakin's character a lot of dimension we see him as a as a uh, we see him as he's not a master he doesn't have the rank of master but he does have a padawan which is ahsoka and we see him as a leader and we see him as a um, we see the good sides of his leadership, but we also see his flaws, and we also see even more like steps toward the dark side. Um, even if they're like really small steps, we see those, and it's really, really, it's really, really great storytelling. I love the story and the downfall of Anakin, and then his eventual redemption. Um, the moment where he saves luke is one of the best moments of all time in star wars so um so i i just I, I i know he's like you know you can say whatever about some of the dialogue he has i hate sand and all that stuff but um he is he really his character um deals with a lot of stuff that that we all deal with and he's just kind of a um he's the perfect example of well anakin made these choices um so let's not make those choices <laughs> and um it's it it is it's it's a heartbreaking story but uh, but then just on a pure star wars uh, like pure fun star wars level anakin was an amazing lightsaber wielder he was an amazing warrior he was very powerful in the force and um and he was he was the most talented one and so um, I love seeing him wreck shop, <laughs> so that's really great, too. So, yeah, that's why Anakin is my favorite, yeah. second favorite.
1: I also forgot to mention the amazing, I think, amazing, like, just battle slash battle of wheels scene that Rey has in the, the Rise of Skywalker um, At the, in the throne room. Is it the throne room? The Sith Throne Room.
0: Oh, on Exegol. Oh yeah, on Exigol.
1: Um I just think all that's really cool.
0: I am all the Jedi. Oh
1: yeah. It's just awesome.
0: Anakin's in there. His voice.
1: All the voices are in there. Yeah. Ahsoka's in there. (laughs)
0: Um yeah, so that's my that's my second favorite. Cool. What is your favorite?
1: My number one favorite character of Star Wars has to be Kylo Ben. <laughs> That's the other as name. I call him
0: Kylo Ben.
1: I call him Kylo Ben because Ben is not forgotten. I'm like Ray. He's yeah, I have hope for Ben. Um, but yes, Kylo Ren is awesome. I mean, Adam Driver is just amazing. He does a great job with that role. I think he's just so perfectly emo <laughs> for yeah. it. Um, and he's just you know he's he is he, he's huge. like he's just a big guy and so for the character, I think it's great because when Ray and Kylo have their lightsaber duels, like I'm genuinely like kind of afraid <laughs> of what's yeah. gonna happen. and I think just I love that um, the lightsaber duel that they have on the the remains of the Death Star even though y'all think there should be no remains you think there should be no remains of the Death Star. It
0: exploded.
1: <laughs> but I think it's still Completely. a it's still a great fight scene. Yeah. It is.
0: It's, it's a great it's fight. It's really scene.
1: good. Um and I love how they use the force to like block their lightsaber swing. Oh yeah it's yeah. So cool. That
0: is that is some really good stuff. In me, there.
1: and the reason why Kylo and Ray are my top two is because they introduce so many more uses to the force. That I think were just amazing. And I'm like kind of sad that we didn't see it happen more often. Like, I love how they um, can like pass things through the forest. That's one of my favorite scenes in all of the Skywalker saga when Rey passes the lightsaber to to Kylo, Kylo, um, where he fights the Knights of Ren. It just like, I get it's like, it's very. Um, parallel. It's like a parallel moment to when Captain America like summons. Um, Mjolnir. Mjolnir um, <laughs> in in, in <laughs> game, like it's one of those moments for me, which I love superhero movies even more than Star Wars. But that's another thing. But um, I I just love that moment because you get like they you know they pass like little things accidentally through the force throughout. But that moment is awesome. But yeah, so I love um, Kylo. I love that he—he's a struggler, and that's what I love about his character. He—I mean, you genuinely see him struggle through every movie he's in. He's got
0: those Zuko, bi- his, those Zuko vibes.
1: Yes, who's also my favorite Avatar character. I think yeah. I think I've settled on Zuko. He's one of, definitely one of my top favorite characters. I mean, yeah,
0: he's he's. He's one of the best characters like in any show I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, there's something I think that I just love the story of someone who has so much potential to be good and, um, you know, just to be a hero and seeing like you love when Anakin struggles and then you get to finally see him redeemed at the Mm -hmm. end. Um this is a shorter <laughs> this is a shorter struggle than that. So I think like that's why I probably appreciate it more because it's not, you know, such a,
0: a long struggle. He doesn't like, kill younglings on the way to struggle.
1: Yeah. He, he's not quite as dark <laughs> as Anakin goes. Um but yeah, you just see he does kill his father. <laughs> he does
0: kill his own father. Yeah. yeah.
1: So he does kill his own father. And um You know, but anyway, he, um, he struggles and I think that's what I love about him. Um, you see him struggle the whole time and I, I don't know. I just like that he, um, he's so cool. Like his costuming is cool. Like he he has just like this really cool air about him. Um, and, I think that his relationship with Rey really adds to why I like his character. It's such a unique relationship, I think, in all of the Star Wars world. It is. Like there's no there's no two characters that have a stronger bond and and it be but and even that like they have the strongest bond and it's between the hero and the villain Yeah. <laughs> kind of, even though there are other villains and there are other heroes, but like, these are the, you know, this is the dyad. Mm-hmm. Like this is the, the balancers of the force here and they have this amazing bond. And I think that's one of the reasons why I love it. I am just going to talk one second about the kiss scene. Cause we've disagreed on this before. And I've tried to like the kiss between Ray and Kylo. Cause everyone's like, Ugh, why they have to kiss like it didn't make any sense I do not see their bond as a romantic bond I do not see that kiss as a romantic kiss because like even like in ancient times when someone saved your life you would kiss them when you greeted someone you kissed them like even if you were you know the same gender it wasn't it's not always a kiss is not always a romantic thing and I think I don't think of the kiss between Kylo and Ray as romantic.
0: I'm just saying that wasn't a, hi, nice to see you kiss. That was a, that was a kiss. Like, that was a real kiss.
1: I just think it was a thank you for saving my life. I mean, I just feel like they were overwhelmed with all the emotions and I don't see it as a romantic kiss. It didn't, it was, you know, it doesn't bother me. It bothers a lot of people. But, again, I don't see it that way. I feel like a
0: really good hug would have gotten that across. <laughs> the kiss came well, from Well, he did
1: give his life for her, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. So, I just, I really love um, the character in general is just so, like, I don't even know, like, another word to say it other than, like, bad A. Like, he yeah. is just, like through and through he's like a great warrior as well he's a great fighter you know he's intimidating um but the struggle that he has and the bond that he has with people is is so good and he does like a lot like just the things that they do with the force in the last saga in the last trilogy i really appreciate and a lot of that is done by kylo he introduces a lot of those things like stopping like the the Laser beam, like what is
0: it called? Oh my! The blaster. The
1: blaster, yeah, stopping the blaster like in midair and his then, like intro, and holding it there the whole time.
0: <laughs> his intro in Force in the Force Awakens was incredible. <laughs>
1: yeah, the raw like power that he has with the Force. I mean, I just love characters that have. That much connection with the force that they can just wield it so powerfully. Like, I really love seeing that in characters. Yeah. And you really get to see that with Ray, and you get to see it like tenfold with Kylo. Um, and yeah, and, and eventually he is also redeemed. And I love the moment when, you know, even at the loss, like the loss of his mother is what really redeems him. And I love the moment with him and Han. Han's memory that he has like ugh, I love that whole moment I love all, basically any scene that has Kylo in it I love it <laughs>
0: yeah I thought that scene was really good I think that I, I think that uh, that moment between him and Luke would have been even better
1: I just love personally that, but I love that he uh, you know he It was like a moment, a family moment, like he lost his mom, yeah, um, and I love also that where in 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 Leia even kind of foreshadows that earlier on, or not Leia, I'm sorry, maybe right. Maz talks about it, like um, how the only she knows what she has to do, and in the end they'll be together, yeah, um talking about Leia and. Kylo or Ben um, and so I like just love that he has such a strong bond with his mom he kills his dad but then he has he also still has the bond with his dad where his dad's memory is basically what gets him to turn back to the light yeah. side um, and it's just a great family moment because he's at a place of loss he's at a major crossroads like he doesn't know you know, he knows what he has to do, but he doesn't know he has the strength to do. I love that
0: line though, because he <laughs> says does. that earlier so when he's when he knows that to to go further down the path that he wants to go down, which is the dark side, he has to kill his father. But in this moment It's what turns him back. It's what turns him back. And it's such a good that's probably like the best line and and that's probably the best uh that's one of the best at least lines that JJ um that jj wrote or mm-hmm. or at least was in charge of that that is uh i love that the dual meanings of that line so yeah. good
1: i love that whole just like s- that whole connection even between like the movies like it happens in the second movie mm-hmm. and then it happens in the the third and so yeah i just think that first the th- and the third he kills him in the first
0: one Mm -hmm. okay yeah force awakens
1: (laughs) i can't get the movie straight but yeah like anyway just you know how that ends up turning That's what keeps him on the dark side and then turns him back to the light um i love all that and i think that those little moments of connection and like the bonds that he have really make his character my favorite
0: great i love it babe I think even the ones, even the people who are diehard sequel haters, um, the majority of the ones that I have met still say, but Kylo was a really great character. (laughs) Yes. So I I agree with that. I love Kylo. Um, Okay. My favorite, um, for those of you who listen to this podcast, this is not a hard one to guess. It's Luke Skywalker.
1: What? I'm a bit... I had no idea.
0: I, I'm a little this bit... This
1: is new information. <laughs> that I'm just
0: hearing now. No, I am a little bit basic when it comes to certain things in Star Wars. Um, I love my Luke Skywalker. We just talked about the best non-lightsaber battles and... Uh, in. A couple episodes ago, and um, th- my favorite was the trench run. Good old classic trench run. I'm just kind of I uh, I I I don't know. I, I'm easy to please with the classic stuff, you know. And so, y'all, for me, Luke is just Luke was my favorite as a kid, and his character has just like really spoken to me for my whole life. Um, as a as a young as a young, basically a teenager on Tatooine, just dreaming of a life better than the one he had. He knew there was more. He knew there was more to it. Um, and that brilliant shot of him just standing there um, at sundown, looking at the looking at the the two sunsets um, with the beautiful John Williams music behind him. Um, it, he's just sitting there thinking there's got to be more. I know there's more out there for me. And the whole original trilogy is his journey to, you know, learning the force and discovering, um, what it is to be a Jedi learning about his father and his lineage and, um, and, and learning how to live with that information and, um, learning that his decisions affect the people that he loves and, All of these things he's learning in this original trilogy. By the end of the original trilogy, one of my all time favorite moments in any movie ever is when he's fighting Vader in the throne room. And Vader says, um, he's talking about his sister. So, you have a twin sister and then he says if you will not turn to the dark side then perhaps she will and he luke flips out he he attacks vader in a in a rage fit like he is so he was like he was calm and cool fighting fighting vader up to this point but then when he brought his sister into it he lost it he he responded in anger he cut off vader's arm and Vader's laying there on the ground. Luke can kill him right here. And instead, he looks down at his own arm and sees if I if I do this, I am taking one step closer to becoming this, to becoming my father. Um and Palpatine's egging him on. And in this moment, Luke makes the all time decision of just saying never. And he throws his lightsaber away and he says, I will never turn to the dark side. I am a Jedi like my father before me. And not only does he right there – that is that is not only right there to me a, a stance for – I mean he is, he is standing for what he believes in and he is not giving in to the dark side when it would be really easy to. But he is – that is also a sign of hope that he still believes, even after all of this, that he still believes that there is good in his father. Um, I am a Jedi like my father before me. He still believes it.
1: And that could have been actually what helped Vader turn.
0: Exactly. If he wouldn't have – obviously, if he wouldn't have done that, he would have – I mean, Vader would probably have died. <laughs> but, um, but if – yeah, if he wouldn't have had this moment, Vader – Probably would not have come around. That's a great point. And so Luke ends up making that that is the most heroic thing that Luke ever did. And it was throwing his weapon down instead of using it. That is the true meaning of a Jedi. Right there. In like that encapsulates everything. He's tempted. He even like acts on some anger. He's tempted by the dark side. But he but he shuts it down right there and he says as easy as it could be never i'm never going to join the dark side i'm a jedi and he throws his weapon down as an act of heroism and that is luke skywalker and then we get to the last jedi so we know that luke is on octu because he is he's basically a hermit because he's basically he's closed himself off from He's He's hiding. He's in. He's in exile, um, self exile, and he's uh, he's in hiding and he's closed himself off from the force because of what happened with with Ben. And this is an interesting thing because I know a lot of people hate it. Um, this is one of the things that works the most for me. In fact, this is what makes the Last Jedi an amazing movie for me. Is that. I don't know, how many of us as humans can say that when I, like, I mean, babe, we're, we're we're in our late 20s, early 30s right now. Do you think we'll be different people when we're like 60 and 70?
1: I hope so. I yeah. I hope we're better people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we're going to go through a lot of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of stuff that happens between now and then. We don't know what it is, but... There's going to be a lot of stuff that happens, and you know how we respond is our is our choice. But I mean, he's gone through a lot between now and then, or between between Return of the Jedi and and The Last Jedi. He he and he sees himself as a failure because he is response. He's he sees himself as responsible for. Um, for his own nephew, his own family turning to the dark side, and he just cannot forgive himself for that. And um, I just think that that is that's very relatable. And so, um, for me, when I think of when I think of Luke Skywalker in the Last Jedi, I think of. I think of a person who has gone through a whole lot. I think of a person who, who has made some serious mistakes and that is, there's no doubt he has chosen the wrong path. He has acted on fear instead of, instead of knowing that Ben made the choice and, um, but he acted on fear. He even considered killing Ben before he became a monster and immediately regretted that decision.
1: Would that not have turned him to the dark side? I just have to ask. <laughs> like, it could. I mean, yeah, like that's. If he definitely, would have killed his nephew.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a step that he was being tempted by the dark side for sure. I have no doubt about it. And so, but what I love is that even though this is where he starts th- with the movie, he, um, he, uh, Ray is an influence in his life for sure. But then Yoda comes in. And in his lowest moment, and he talks about, like I was talking about earlier, he talks about how failure is the best teacher, and... Um, oh, he
1: does that in the sequel
0: movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he does that in The Last Jedi.
1: Okay. Yeah. I always get Return of the Jedi in The Last Jedi next
0: time. Well, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, but um, it's it's the part where... Um, the tree's burning. The tree is burning, yeah. And, and Force Ghost Yoda comes and visits Luke, and yeah and they just have this amazing dialogue and and Yoda just said just basically teaches Luke like you you don't have to you don't have to live in your mistakes you don't have to do that the greatest teacher failure is i failed and it, i failed and
1: started this whole mess
0: yeah <laughs> but but here I'm i am helping really. you now and so like for for me, like Luke, right there. From that point on, he that was our dog, by the way. <laughs> from that point on, he was the Luke that we know. He he went and he apologized to Ben. He helped. He helped. Uh, Leia. He helped the resistance. He helped the people he loved.
1: From not even in on the same planet.
0: <laughs> and doing it in in. The most powerful way imaginable, in my opinion. And so that is why Luke died with peace and purpose. As, as Ray, uh, as, was it Ray that said it? Yeah, Ray said peace and purpose. And I love that. And then, when he, when he died, he was sitting there looking at the twin sons again. And it was just like this beautiful So was
1: he like, basically seeing that through the force. Through
0: yeah, the I sons. think so because they're not on Tatooine. So Right. Um that that was kind of a I
1: never caught that.
0: Yeah. It's it's an amazing moment. It's a beautiful Ryan Johnson. I don't I Ryan Johnson is, as a director and as a writer, he's just he people give him a lot of crap for this movie, but y'all, I'm please give it another shot. This the last Jedi is so good. But yeah, so that's why Luke is my favorite. Luke is is a very relatable character for me. Like I, I've you know in my life I've struggled with mistakes, and I've I do, I you know I've just like a lot of humans I struggle with mistakes, and it's easy to wallow in those mistakes. But um, but in the end, he's very inspiring in what he does, and I just he is the character that that makes me get the most emotional when I watch Star Wars. is Luke, so. Luke is my favorite.
1: He's in my top three, too. So
0: I was very proud to, to see that. <laughs> so, yeah, that is our top three favorite characters in Star Wars. Yeah. Babe, thank you so much for joining. This was really fun. We haven't gotten to do this yet.
1: <laughs> I know. I enjoyed being here. Do I get to say the always like you guys? Oh, gonna
0: yeah, say? you're going to say the always. Absolutely. I,
1: I'm going to say it in the like, tone of Harry Potter, though, because that's what I nerd about.
0: Yeah, you're a big... Harry Potter is to you as Star Wars is to me.
1: Potter. Yeah. Potter. Potter. Let me do this really
0: quick, though. So, um, guys, if you haven't... Uh, already, I mean, obviously, if you're listening to this um, and you're not subscribed to the podcast, please subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. And then you will be notified. Um, if you subscribe, you'll be notified whenever we release a new episode. Um, but also, uh, go. I really encourage you to go join our Facebook group, A Certain Point of View Discussion Group on Facebook. It is a really fun place to just hang out with Star Wars fans and... Um, and, you and, get some really good memes. Yeah, you get some really good memes. You get some good theories. Um, healthy, fun debate, but respectful. Um, that is actually one of the rules of the group is respect others' opinions and... And so it is a it's a really fun, healthy Star Wars group, non toxic fans (laughs) to hang out with and and just to have fun nerding out. Um, It's honestly, and I keep saying this, is one of the best. It's one of the few good places on Facebook right now. (laughs) Um, And so it it is a really fun group, and it's growing too. We we have over two hundred people now in the group, which is amazing. And so, um, highly encourage you if you haven't already joined the Facebook group, go ahead and do that and uh because just listening to this podcast is only half the it's really only half the experience it, the really the facebook group is where it's at so um but yeah anyways um other than that i think we're good babe you good i'm good thanks for having me yeah of course thanks
1: for having me on the podcasts in our home
0: <laughs> <laughs> anytime babe all right thank you all so much for listening and until next time may the force be with you
1: Always